Welcome back. This is episode 14. I have myself, Alex Martin, and with me, if you introduce yourself, start until left. Andrew Rain. And uh, Chris Burt. And you guys are familiar by now with Andrew and Chris. Uh, we're, it's been a, a few days or a few weeks before we've, uh, or since we've recorded a podcast. Yeah, it's yeah. been a while been a going while. through, you know, everybody's working, being busy. And the holidays. Holidays, going home for the couple weeks here and there. I mean, you guys... I've been off work for a week or so. Yeah. Well, it's uh, January 2nd, and we were done the 20... Uh, I don't know, what was our last day? It was two weeks ago. I mean, that's really nice, because we week and a half. It was the 21st. It was our last day. 21st to the 2nd. It was a long, a long, long time. time off. I got... It's pretty nice. I got the like, Christmas Day... And New Year's Day off. Those were my two days I got off. And they were both on Tuesdays, so it wasn't a lot of time. But I did get some good overtime hours, so that's always good. That's always good. Have to make hay when the sun's shining, as my dad always says. Yeah, except it's the darkest time of year right now. Yeah. Well, no, it's getting lighter every day. We're past yeah, that point. We're, we're, on past the, that. we're on the uphill rise. So I like that. That's exciting. Uphill. I don't know which one you go with, but... How yeah. many minutes do we gain each day? Is it, like, just a... Shoot, I don't know. I mean... Is it a few minutes, or is it... I think it is a few minutes. I mean, I don't really know, but it's definitely getting darker Crystal later. Crystal, check us on that. When I get up in the morning, it takes less time. Because I, I don't know what time you go to work, but... I it's start still at, dark. I start at 7, so I usually leave the house around 6, 6.30... I start at 7.30, and if I leave a few minutes early before 7, it's still dark. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's just getting light when I pull into work right now. I mean, it, I, I work from my house. I have to drive east. So when I get up in the morning, and it's like a little bit later from now, the sun just is blaring through my windshield. So I kind of like driving in the dark right now, but later in the year, not as much. Mm-hmm. Well, depending on who's listening, you know, if you're up in Alaska, right oh, now yeah. it's dark a lot longer than well, what we have, I think, in most places. I was... Uh, further north you are, the, the longer the dark's going to be, and then... Is it dark for, like, a certain period of time, like, all year, or is that just one area? I don't know. Or not all year, but... So, I don't know if, like, southeast gets dark 24 hours, or if it's more north. Because my, when my brother worked up there... In the summertime, as a raft guide, he'd always talk about it, you know, staying light out till like, 4 o'clock in the morning. So, you know, he said they'd, they'd raft and work all day, and then they'd go to the bar, and the bar's closed at, like, 4 o'clock. So they'd, like, stay till 4, go get, like, three hours of sleep, and then start rafting again. Yeah. <laughs> says you lose at least two minutes a day going to the solstice, so I'm guessing you probably gain two, two minutes, minutes a, a day? day, I'm guessing. Yeah. That's what it says. It's like 
savings account. <laughs> Put a little yep. bit in every day. <laughs> yep. Speaking of savings accounts, did you guys get anything cool for like Christmas? <laughs> I got a knife sharpener. That's been okay. my coolest, most used gift. Every knife that I've come in contact with is I've attempted to sharpen. But one day I forgot my pocket. Regardless of the quality, I've do you I've got spent it? some serious time on some really shitty knives too, like trying to get them. <laughs> do you have everything just like finger popping or not finger, but hair popping sharp? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, some knives were have been. You know those. Um, <coughs> Pull through sharpeners. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't really. That's all I really used for a long time on my junkie knives. Yeah, well. And right. uh, it's like when you need a quick edge, they work yeah. really well. But over the a long period of time, they. they I didn't carve realize out it, two it, carbide blades that cut metal. Right. Well, it's cutting metal, but with the flat um, plates, you get a real long stroke across the profile of your blade, and with those pull through carbides. You're not only losing a lot of metal each time you pull through the aggressive ones, and then they obviously have the, the honing side where you just polish them up. But uh, what my uncle was explaining to me, because he he knows a lot more about this than I do, is that that carbide follows the contour of your blade, and it starts to dish it out. Mm-hmm. Like in spots where you, you use your blade more, or say like if you get a nick, yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna polish that nick it's out. It's just gonna carve it down. It's just gonna carve it. And pretty soon you'll have a little dip. That's and you can eventually sharpen that out with a stone, but it takes a long time. So some yeah. of the knives I was sharpening, the ones that are good knives, like my buck knife, like my hunting knives. You got any knives that have nicks in them? Just give them to me. I'll, I'll get yeah. flushed out for you. I'll, oh, give you no. I'll give you a couple choppy ones. <laughs> <clears throat> but I've used that a lot. It's been... It looks pretty nice. I mean, yeah. it's got these bevels here, and it's all it's got magnets. It looks pretty nice. Good little yeah, so that's the fine-tuning blade. And then there's another coarser blade. They're, they're diamond blades is what they call or plates. Mm-hmm. So they're like a diamond plate is what you, they call it. It's always fun to get new toys for Christmas. And it took a while to wow. wear in the, the more aggressive or the more coarse plate. Yeah. It really took down the blade quickly. And it would make, uh, you could see the, um, the grooves it was leaving on the beveled edge. <laughs> um, but now it seems to be pretty well worn in. That takes a little well. bit to get your, your sharpening stones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's a little overkill for a sharpening stone. I mean, yeah. but it's it's still cool. It's like a, a works bench style. So that, that was my coolest oh, I, gift I got. Pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. You definitely see that you've been working with it. Yeah. Well, that, that one's cool. is the honing stone. So it's a ceramic? It's ceramic, and there's grooves. You see the grooves? Mm-hmm. Well, those are for, um, you can sharpen certain serrations. And yeah. then the stones on the bottom side, they're they're smaller diameter, and those are all, those are also for serrations. And then you can hone your um, your hooks oh, on like a fishing yeah. hook. Oh yeah. So it's got all sorts of uses, which probably is more or less a, a sales pitch. Yeah. But um, you ever had a fly last so long that you had to sharpen it? If I tie it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Not when you buy them like me. Yeah, when you buy them, <laughs> they don't last long when you buy them. No, I hardly, I mostly lose them before I have to resharpen them. Yeah. You got to set the hook a little better. Just putting paper clips through yeah. <laughs> Get right. it through there. Speaking of setting hooks, that's a good segue right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Good transition. Chris, how many fish did you catch? At uh, least four. I think four or five. That four? was the, was it the 30th? 
Yeah. Is that the last day? I was... No, that was Monday. That was the 31st. 31st. Oh, yeah, yeah. 31st. There's a 31st. I was super jealous of you guys. <clears throat> I had to work. You guys were out yep. ripping lips, and I was pretty pretty jealous. So you went out to where? Well, we went out... We've already told this story oh. about this location, so oh, we yeah. might as well share it. It's, it's Rock Lake. Yep. We went out there, and it's kind of our go-to lake during this time of year, even though it's colder and crap out. Yeah, windy. Always windy. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Okay. No. But you, this time of year, it can be really bad or just quiet. Mm-hmm. And it was working on getting quiet. Yep. When we first went out, and the, the, the wind was, um, it typically comes from the south. And this was coming, well, I guess it would be more the west. Yeah. Was, like southwest was, is where the wind usually comes from. It was, and it was coming it was, from the north. Yeah, it usually blows like west to east and it was blowing the opposite way yeah it was coming from the it north it was blowing towards boat launch it was coming from the northeast <laughs> yeah and it's that's in our favor because it's blowing us back towards the boat launch when we told our rock lake story where we broke down it was what, blowing the other, it was it was blowing blowing the other way direction. so we yeah. were, it was a little bit more comfortable <coughs> knowing that we had the wind in our favor and now, then it started to die down you yeah. guys brought the same boat though right same yeah, boat same, same boat, motor same motor we had the electric motor this time though yeah okay 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 well that's <clears> nice yeah. i don't know if that would have pushed us back no it wouldn't have but <laughs> no not in that one but this one we could have we could have fished our way out it was yeah, yeah. blowing it just was... enough to where we would motor up and we were all fly fishing. Yep. And it probably would have been better just to troll so we wouldn't have had to strip the line through the eyelets of the poles because you had yeah. to... Every... Oh, you had to clean them because yeah, they're icy? They're yeah. Icy. We should have put like a chapstick or a Vaseline on them or something. I've heard that helps. It was like every like 10 casts or 5 casts. You had to like break the ice because you couldn't I was cast. Pretty, it was pretty badass though. Like yeah. just knowing that you guys were yeah. out there in the cold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think my... Sure. I took my dad out and I don't know if he was that impressed... No. With the cold conditions? Yeah, I'm sure he wasn't. No. He was probably warm. He you bring was bubbled that, up. You bring the hand warmer? No, I should have. Oh. Well, I bought the hand warmer. <clears throat> we, next time. You gave us the, the body hand warmers. Uh-huh. Did that work? The next day. Oh. Shit, that was yeah. a day later. Yeah, that was a day later. But, uh, yeah, so he, we kept talking Rock Lake up because we've had good days out mm-hmm. there. He caught four fish, but they were yeah. uh, they were pretty small. They were probably 12 inches or less yeah you catching rainbows or browns he was catching rainbows and yeah, little rainbows i ended up catching seven fish total mm-hmm. three so, of them so were more nice than chris fish. a lot of small ones <laughs> three nice ones, two two nice browns yeah. and then uh four smaller ones <clears throat> and the smaller ones are they're kind of fun to catch because yeah. they sit there and they like little bullets yeah they're <laughs> you know vibrating the line basically as you pick them up these were the first fish you caught in a while did yes. you just like really tire them out no, no. Just get the job done. Yeah, you just got the job done. Just, you didn't, you, you got to act like you've been there before. Play with them for a while. The one I had, that rainbow trout, was, it was pulling. It was pulling yeah, that line. was a good fish. The, the so rainbow trout's fight a lot better than the We kept trout two fish. Like we, yeah. we usually keep the larger rainbows if they're not spawned out. And we throw back the browns. And, and that's just because, I don't know. We should that probably many just of keep them. the browns. Probably not that they're considered many, an invasive species. Yeah. It's not like they're... A, Where are they from? <clears throat> Well, no, we brought them in. They're not. They're not in Germany. They're not invasive. They are just not native. Mm. It's like those steelhead. Well, okay, yeah, I guess that they might not be killing the ecosystem or something. Yeah, but they're not native. Yeah, yeah. Which, Which I think they're not European. I think that they're. I don't know. Asian. I don't. They're German brown. Are they? Are they Asian? I think they're. they're Right. Well, that give us something to look up for the next podcast. Yeah. Look it up. Fact check this. Fact check it. I'll check it. So you're out there, and 
How long did you worry out there? We we launched right at daylight, which was just before, I don't know, right after 7.30 or so. It was getting light out. See any ducks? We saw my shotgun. Geese. You yeah. brought your shotgun. We saw geese. They're too high and too far away. We didn't so see yeah. any ducks, though. No? Nope. Now, there's that river at the far end. Did you go down there and take a look, see what it was like or no? No, that no, was we... so long. And we didn't have a lot of time. We had to be out of there and back um, at the Viking by 11.30. Which is a restaurant. Which is a restaurant. (laughs) The Viking is a restaurant in Sprague, Washington. And they have pretty good food. You should stop there and get a burger. And a milkshake. Or a a corn dog. They have good corn dogs, too. They're like, it's the regular corn dogs you get in the freezer section, but they just drop it in the fryer. It's good. Yeah. They have have a whole section of chili. Like chili dogs. Chili they burgers, had good chili. Breakfast too, though. They had like five different things that they put chili on. You put on. chili on anything? Yeah, so really what the heck? Chili salad. <laughs> so we were, yeah, we were out there until chili, about. Chili. We were pushing it. So I'm like, Chris, we should, we should float and drift this section, and we were fly fishing. So basically, all we were doing is casting and stripping yeah. the flies in, and that seemed to be working. And then it was a little hectic with three people in a 14 foot boat fly yep. fishing. So I basically would get my line out there and then let it troll. I had a slow sinking line. Yeah. So I was fishing all sorts of depths, and but and, and so I was basically just letting it troll. And then I got most of my bites on like a really slow dead drift. I wasn't stripping anything. Were you fishing with like an intermediate sinking line? I always fish that one where it's like the. I don't know how much. It's like intermediate, 15, and then it floats. 15 yards or so that it And then it like switched sinks. to floating. Yeah, that's what I was doing. And yeah. you were the Mine was sinking. full sinking. Yeah. And that's I like what that I usually just, use. It goes slow. It's an older line, so I don't know if it quite has, it sinks as, yeah. like, how it's supposed it, they, to. They rate them at, like, per second, right? How, how yeah, this yeah. is, I don't even know what it's rated for, but it's it sinks pretty slow. So if you have to get deep, it's really not that great, but you can you can get down there. <clears throat> um, but it's it's just a good line. That's what I use as well, something very similar. Yeah, yeah, that's what I use. Now, when you're out there... It doesn't cast that well, though. No, it feels sticky almost. Yeah. That's why I like that intermediate. It's like your spay rod almost. You just let go and it shoots out there. Well, Well, Dad's intermediate had like a really heavy... It was really heavy. It sinks really fast, which is good when you got to get deep. But um, especially like in the Spokane here, like I love that line because it's not only heavy in the front and it sinks good, but when you're trying to cast, you can have a short amount of line. And strip quite a bit, mm-hmm. and then if you get a good cast in, you can let that thing zing out there, and it pulls a lot of line. Yeah. Where like my sinking line, yeah, I it's can't, hard to it doesn't cast. pull very much. Yeah, it's yeah. difficult to cast, and it doesn't feel slick when you're casting. That's mm-hmm. and like even when you're stripping in, you got a fish. Sometimes like, you, if you go like quick, it, like burns your fingers almost. Right. Especially mm-hmm. if it's not wet, you know, you just like after a while. But so it says the brown trout's native range is Europe. Northern Africa and Western Asia. That's what it says. I got one of them. You got one of them. <laughs> it's everywhere. I don't, for, I don't know. It doesn't say. That's, that's their that, native range. Is just that's not what it says. North America. So everywhere. But, yep. Pretty yeah. much. All right. Well. That's what it is. They're pretty fish. Yeah. I like them. I, I mean, you, you took that awesome <coughs> picture of that one with that fly in its mouth. Well, I took that because I tied that fly. Mm-hmm. And I put it on the Instagram. And then... I took, I actually, you know, filmed the YouTube. And yeah. Tie that, and so I'm like, I'm gonna take this thing out. Yeah. And prove that it works, <laughs> and it just happened to work, <laughs> luckily. Well, 
You kind of know that one works. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's a safe bet. <laughs> it's a safe bet to know that one's working. But it was it was neat to follow through with it. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, that's the same damn fly that's in the picture. Look good. Work good. Did you fish black as well? With no. Black? All I had was olive oil buggers. That was it. Oh. That's all I had tied. I haven't looked at my fly, my fly box since last year, so that's... Uh... I didn't start with that pattern, though. I started with a heavy bead, and I was twitching it. Were you? Oh, you're doing the twitching. Did you yeah, catch I anything doing that? No, I didn't uh, even get a bite. But it was it was a little harder because just how we were fishing. You had the wind. Yeah. <clears throat> Overall, a good day though. Yeah. Caught quite a few fish in a short amount of time. We it was doubled, cold though. We doubled up. Wasn't that many people out there? No. It was I mean, nice looking. There was probably like sunny four or five boats, and then there's a few people fishing from the shore. Yep. But your day didn't end there, right? You My day up, didn't. Yeah. You, yeah. You we ended took up doing off. Some other stuff. Yeah, we uh, hunted a couple pheasant hunting spots. Was it just you and... Just me and Mason. Mason? Just me and Mason. And I, they were productive. They were productive. We went to the Hunt by Rent permission okay. that we got last year. We hunted it. We never got anything. We and walked then, all over that We walked place. all over it. And then this year, me and you got it again. We haven't hunted it yet, and we figured we might as well. That's I finally hunted it. Walked all the way... I don't know. I don't know how how long would stretch that sage grass area. It's like two hundred yards. Yeah, by I don't know. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not far. It's like a, it's like a long football field. Yeah, it took me like twenty minutes to walk the whole thing. Well, I walked the high side, walked all the way down, cut back, and that's when Mason got hot, picked up the pheasant, jumped it, I shot it, walked back. It was like thirty minutes. Oh, that's it was awesome. pretty quick. I mean, <clears throat> you definitely that's, tell when she's on it because if you watch a golden retriever walk, they like. They sway a lot, like their yeah, butts. Like, and her butt was just like, it was straight almost, and her tail was going crazy. Oh. And she was zigging back and forth. And I walked probably 10 yards from this pheasant, didn't move or nothing. And she was like, I'm like, what the hell is she doing? She's like, they her laps around this thing and eventually found it and kicked it up. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, and then we went out back by Rock Lake out in there on some BLM land. And the same thing happened where she, uh, <clears throat> is that, yeah, she got hot on another bird and jumped it up. I've been back on that same <clears throat> land that you were just talking about, and Penny was working pretty good, but the only rooster we saw, you know, flushed like 400 yards away, we, yeah. it just flew, but we did we did flush up a couple of hens, and uh, I really wished, I mean, I could have got them, because yeah. uh, Penny, she, she was really wanting to be after it, but I had a, I wouldn't say he's a new hunter by any means, but... Hasn't done it in a while. Doesn't go very often. <clears throat> and he pulled up on that pheasant, and I had to, you know, hen, 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 you know. And he, he was like, well, you could shoot hens. I said, no. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> so then he looked it up, and I guess you can shoot hens. In western Washington. In western Washington. Yeah, you can shoot anything. And I was like, I was like you've never <clears throat> hunted there. Why would you, like, Even you've never been girls. able to shoot hens. And you, I don't know why you said that. But... We didn't shoot in, but yeah. it was, uh, that was the only thing yeah. we saw there. Well, luckily, I only saw two pheasants there, those two roosters, and that was That's it. That's pretty cool. So, she was doing good. That's Just finally cool. picking it up. Now, with these, did you skin them out? I didn't skin them. I was, I was in a hurry. We were going to the Krista. Did you keep them out of the trash for me? I took, oh, I don't, I didn't bring them, but they're oh. in my fridge. I took good. the legs off. Good, thanks. There's some long spurs on them. Thank you, thank you. Good size ones. Well, speaking of that, I, oh, you guys saw the picture. We haven't said anything, but we. I made some earrings out of those spurs, and they—they're not done yet, but they're turning out pretty cool. <coughs> yeah, I thought they were. Cool. I thought they were pretty cool. No, I got some two ones. They'll be good for you. All right. They're in my fridge. <laughs> so Mason did get on the uh, 
Yep, she was picking it up. The one you knew she was on it because it was like a clear cut that they plowed right next to the tall grass. Mm-hmm. And she was worked an area, and I heard the pheasant flush, but I couldn't see it. And we got to the very end, and she was going crazy, like trying to find it. And we kept on walking, and she kept on wanting to go back to find it. I'm like, no, let's go forward. We get through the trees and get to the spot, and she's zigging back and forth. She'd like run out in the plowed area, like on a line, like following something. Cut back in the clear cut, and she jumped a pheasant like 20 yards in front of me. Shot it once and went down, and it hit the ground, and it stood up and started running. And Those things are tough. And luckily she was on it, because if she wasn't, I definitely would not have gotten that bird. Mm-hmm. That's and she cool. caught it, finally. So, was, so she ran it down, you didn't oh yeah, shoot it? I was running, reloaded my shotgun, just in case, but you know, she ran down, grabbed it, and brought it back to me. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <clears throat> so did you kick anything else up? I mean, were there No, some... that, was, that was it. Those two pheasants, and that was it. Really? That's the only things I saw. I think they're less flighty this time of year. <clears throat> they hold better. They, I think they, they yeah, it's cold. I think they don't want to like use the calories <clears throat> to fly away unless they have to. I think the smart ones are left too, so it's a little, yeah, a little harder. The track stars. Because if I if I didn't have a dog, just I would walk right by that pheasant and it wouldn't jump or nothing. I mean, it was like ten yards from it. Mm-hmm. It didn't even move, so they're a little smarter. But but yeah, yeah. seems like early season they're so <clears throat> flighty. Like you get, like, yeah. even get out of the truck and they're just like. <sighs> yep. Yeah, exactly. Well, helped. There was a little snow on the ground. She yeah. was going crazy. Yeah, that snow really does help. With she was tracking them down, tracking everything. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then earlier in the week, you ended up shooting. Um, you went out and got a hun, right? Yep, I shot a duck and a hun. Okay, that was pretty fun. So, so tell me, tell us about that that hunt. Well, it was a a creek that you walk. It's like a state land creek. And my plan was to walk all the way down to the end and then hunt it back to, like, maybe jump ducks or, or like, shoot pheasants. I had, like, a steel four-shot, so mm-hmm. I was like, I could kind of do both. Yeah, totally. So I, I walked halfway down, and I was like, ah, it's like, I, I want to look. So I, like, kind of walk into it, and, of course, I jump, like, 10 mallards right off the, right the creek. I'm like, damn it. I'm like, okay, I'm like, screw this. I'm just going to walk the creek a little bit. Like, I don't know why. And I keep on jumping them, so then I'm like, okay, I'm going to walk all the way around. And I'm in, like, bright orange for pheasants. Mm-hmm. So they're seeing me, so it's hard to sneak them. So I end up just walking down, I creep up over a rit, like a little ridge, and I shoot a, I shoot into a cluster of them, I shoot a hen, and we walked all the way down and around, came back, and I was up top, I don't know why, I had my binoculars, I should have learned from Alex's mistake. I had my binoculars, I was glassing up the creek to see if there's any ducks, and Mason jumped a pheasant right below me. It's like, fine. So I had my goggles on, I like, I like see the pheasant, I'm like, oh! And then by that time, it's gone. <laughs> And it, luckily, I saw it fly up ridge from us, like up the creek. So I like run up there, and uh, Mason's on it. She like she pointed for some reason. That's I'm, cool. I'm like I'm like oh the first time she's ever done it. I'm like oh she's right there. So I'm ready. I'm like and I said something, and she flushed it, and like ten little huns popped up. I'm like ah. That's cool because the huns you they, they usually flush way in advance. I mean yeah, at least she was she was. I mean the huns flush. I'm guessing that pheasant flushed somewhere, but I like in the chaos, all I saw were the huns. So I shot one hun, and she went down. She she ran right by it because we've never trained her on. Mm-hmm. She's never smelled one. She ran right by it, and luckily it was dead. And I had to like go down there and show it to her, and then she finally figured it out. But she pointed it out. Yeah. So that was that was my day on that one. Cause she got a couple <clears throat> of them last year. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you like, guys got did good. Like I shot it, and it was on the ground. She like sniffed it, and she like, kept on walking. Like she was looking for the pheasant. Probably or, for the pheasant. She probably yeah, she's still hunting. I guess. I'm guessing that pheasant was probably in there, and when it jumped. I wish I had like a GoPro or something. I bet you that pheasant jumped up in the middle somewhere, but I 
I had no idea where it was So at. you were telling me that story as well, <clears throat> and you said that the, you were talking about how big the, like the, the meat on that. Yeah, are. those huns, like, pound for pound has, like, the most meat. Yeah. Is that, like, compared to the malabrest, it's pretty comparable how yeah. big they are. And it tastes better. Yeah, it's a big chunk, like, really? I was surprising, yeah. If you get a whole bag of those, you're, you're being good. I like the feathers on those <clears throat> ones, too. Yeah, they are pretty cool. I've never they, shot, I don't think I've ever shot that, a hun. They have that, like, red, those red feathers on their tails. Yeah. I got a couple last year. Yeah, you did. I remember. Yeah. No, I never, never shot one. Well, we 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 had a shot. We shot at a few, but we couldn't find them last year. So, we only had the one dog. <laughs> yeah. It was a quail or something. We put a found it. Oh well. I don't know. We shot some quail this year. We had to search around pretty hard for. Them. That's very true. I take that back. <laughs> well, it all worked out. We're working with our dogs. Yeah. She's got the pheasant down. Yeah. She's you know, it sounds like getting it. the quail. But... It sounds like it. Yeah. And do you, when she usually gets birdie like that, like you were saying, where she stops like wagging her butt, just her tail, is yeah. that how the way she usually looks? I, yeah, that's how when she gets hot. And then after that, she's just like, just walking through, like trying to avoid the bushes. I don't know why mm-hmm. she does that. And then when she gets hot, she like doesn't matter what she, she just runs through everything. That's cool. And then she was tired the rest of the day. Then she's like, stand by me. Hey, I did my job. Because when Penny does it, it's like her <clears throat> nose is on like near the ground. Oh, yeah. And her tail's almost straight up in the airway. Oh, so you can see her. Yeah, yeah her, her head was to the ground, her, her tail was just going crazy, and she was just zigging. Yeah, that's a cool sight to see. <clears throat> it is really cool. She, Penny got this year. I mean, the, the reason I was looking at it today, for Christmas, she got one of those tennis ball chuckers. It's oh, yeah. been really saving my arm. Yep, I have <laughs> one of those. Those, are, those and are nice. There's a little bit of a difference between me, like, throwing a ball or throwing a bumper. Because with the ball, you know, she's kind of playing. But it's always kind of work with the bumpers, but... It's been saving my arm. I think oh, I yeah. need to get something for those bumpers. I don't have to keep flinging them and chucking them. You need to get two balls. You throw one, you get one right, which comes back, you just throw another one. You should get so tired. And then those bumper guns. Yeah, I, I looked in those. Those they're are expensive. They're like 200, 300 yeah. bucks. But they're cool because they, they, they make a bang sound when you, when you shoot them. There's like Here's a prime. overtime money. Andrew, we just need a split one. <laughs> That's what I'm one. talking about. We'll split one with you. Well, th- yeah, yeah. We could split one. <laughs> I guess. I mean, it worked pretty good this year for... We didn't split it, but you used it quite a bit. The uh, layout blind. You used my bumper for half the year, and then I finally got you one. Then you bought me one, and now I have your bumper in my truck. That's right. (laughs) You have the old one, I got the new one. Yeah. Perfect. You got a a new layout blind, too. Yep, I got a new layout blind. The Cabela's... Like the Mobile Elite, or... I I think I have the Mobile One. I have the, the newest one. It's like the lightest one they have. It's... It might not be the comfiest, but it's light and it'll work. There you go. There I don't have go. to be super comfy in that. You got that one from for Christmas. For Christmas. Yeah, we also like a couple of days before Christmas, we get a text from Chris and he's <laughs> hunkered down in this layout blind. Yeah, middle. Kenzie got me some new first light gear. Kitchen out with like gloves. Oh yeah, and Kenzie got me some first light gear. Got the pants, the jacket, and some gloves. Oh, it's first light. She went spendy. Oh yeah, spendy. And now you you were holding the fancy gun in your hand too. Oh yeah, I was holding the, the salt gun. <laughs> oh yeah, <coughs> the bug salt. That thing sweet. looks cool. I'm pretty excited for flies coming out. I might just let him in. I think you should. Yeah, just, <laughs> just leave go fly some hunting. raw meat yeah. out or something. Yeah, <laughs> or old that'd be, rag. That would be fun. My brother had one of those for his wedding. He just bought it because he wanted it. But, I mean, it was fun. We, oh, yeah. It doesn't really, it doesn't hurt your skin either. No, it's just salt. Probably scare your dog with it. Might share it a couple <laughs> times. Probably traumatize her. Make your food taste better. <laughs> <laughs> Need some. 
need some, <laughs> need salt. some salt on that. <laughs> Have a salt and pepper game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you mix you it with it. You need one with a turret, so like, <laughs> yeah. you just like switch it back and there forth. There you go. Switch barrels. You do it like, uh, like over-under shotgun. Pick your shot. Yep. <laughs> Maybe you're p- shooting pepper in there. I think you get some sneezing going on. Oh, for yeah. sure. <laughs> well, that's a bummer about like getting uh, like hunting gear for Christmas. Yes. Is you got to? I mean, you're hitting the tail end. So now, I mean, come come spring, you can like use it. But well, I knew I was getting it because she wanted sizing and mm-hmm. like measurements, and I told her like which ones I wanted, and I knew she was going to get it. So I was like, just you know, and it arrived and at the first like tape. I'm like, Kenzie. You just, it's like Thanksgiving. It's like, just, just let me wear it now, and I'll put it back in the box Christmas, and I'll be surprised. And she's that's, like, nope. That's nah, not as much fun. Nope. But I could have wore it through hunting to you, like, yeah. November to January. Yeah, but think of how much joy you got. <laughs> yeah, I guess and, so. like, next year, it's that <clears throat> delayed <clears throat> satisfaction. Yep. I'll forget I have it, and I'll pull my mouth. Oh, new hunting gear. Now, I was telling you, like, speaking about, like, layout lines, I'm going to use mine for turkey hunting. Spring. Oh, we can both do it. I'm... We can hike it in on that spot. All Whatever. three of us can, cause now I got an extra. Well, you jokers are laying in layout blinds and can't see where the turkey's coming. I'm gonna be hunkered in next to a tree on my butt, like traditional turkey turkey. Hunting. I think we should have a layout. I've never I've never hunted hunt turkeys like that. I have done that. So I'm gonna get a shotgun and get I'm gonna lay it at 30 degrees to the left, and I'm gonna let them come in. That's yeah. pretty cool. I got a turkey mouth call. I've been practicing with it. I like my slate. I way better on the slate. I I've been practicing with it. I still stand, like something <laughs> choking something, <laughs> and uh, I like I I'll be doing it. Like I'll be doing dishes, <coughs> doing stuff around the house, and I'll just hear Callie, knock it off, <laughs> driving me nuts. We have turkeys right down the road here, and yesterday driving in there the there was Tom um, strutting, gobbling stuff. Well, he was just, has, he was all feathered out yeah. and just chasing other birds. I'm like, what are you doing, man? It's a little early for that. Hey, never too early. Defending his territory. <laughs> <laughs> never too early to let them know. If we were in layout blinds this last year, we could have shot one because the, the pop-up blind, we were, it was, it, it was a little. Yeah, that was a difficult thing. Yeah, the crossbow and the shotgun. It, I think I should have just like, I think you should have said, Andrew, just shoot it <laughs> with a shotgun. Well, you you were looking. You were, I, you couldn't. I, I could have held it you up, could, and yeah, you could have shot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, well. He came in hot, he all hot. colored up. For, yeah. And then and he puffed up, and he must have heard us go. Oh, look at that turkey! Yeah, <laughs> so we weren't quiet. We were talking, eating food, just <laughs> BSing. We had a hen come by. Yeah, like and like spent like yards. ten minutes, like five yards from us. Really? So we were feeling pretty cocky, and then. The next morning, here comes that that, that Tom, that Tom and he goes, and so did well, the uh, the two Jakes that were following him. Well, they get right to the edge of the field, and they were about. I'm like, oh, if he takes one more, like, a couple more steps, he's dead. And then he stopped. I still think your your pursuit for the crossbow is still. I'm going to. Yeah. My dad got it. I I need to kill something. It's pretty cool. <clears throat> I'm going to do it. I went out to that spot you guys were talking about what are you um, saying? last night. You did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, <clears throat> So just for fun? Well, yeah. You know, the the uh, holiday seasons were just like go yeah. go go. Yeah. And then um, you you enjoy the silence when everyone leaves, but then I'm sitting around and I finished everything I wanted to do at the house, and I'm going, shoot, I got 
if I leave now, I got an hour of daylight left and mm. can hunt pretty dark. And so I ran out there to call for some coyotes, <clears throat> and I never, I didn't see any coyotes. I heard a couple uh, yipping away, like a long ways away, but um, I saw some deer across the, the drainage, and then right there at dark, I heard some turkeys just uh, clucking some hens. I didn't, they were no gobbles or anything. Do you see any bucks? No, they were so far away I couldn't tell one one way or the other. I don't think they'd be dropping their horns. Right I say now, I don't just, think they're dropping yet. I think it's towards the end of January more. I know. I'd be curious to know when they are. See if our dogs well, I would. Find them. Yeah, it'd be tough to tell if they if they've dropped them. I mean, I guess you can tell. I read box, or no, yeah, I read somewhere that said that in a mild winter like we're having this mm-hmm. year, they drop earlier than oh, they really? would. In a hard winter. Just because they figure they don't need <coughs> them? Or? I have no idea. Maybe they're not digging around like in the snow. In snow. or yeah. I'm not sure why. but And I could be wrong about that, but I, I remember reading that. Yeah. I, I can't tell you where. But. Well, those guys had worn a highway from the, so the corner where you have to park on the property of the state land. Mm-hmm. State, right? I think it's state land, yeah. And... Then it's basically straight across this um, little, I guess you call it a little valley. A little bowl area. Uh, through some egg, the, that egg field. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know what they planted in there this year? They had like wheat last year. Yeah, I hope they had the wheat again. Or corn would be better. And then they had, what did they have the year before? Canola. They, canola. That, that canola, was, that was terrible. You walk through that and it's like a wind chime. Or like, you know, they're just breaking off, making noise. It was, yeah, it was loud. Yeah, it was pretty quiet walking out there. Just, yeah. I mean, last night. So I got out there and I called for, I don't know, an hour, and uh, it, I really didn't get that cold, but it was cold out. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a hot tip for you right there, is that North 40, they have those um, heat of seat oh, yeah, little cushions. Those are, I've used your fence. Oh, man. Those are little, little balls, like it's like a it's just a, it's chair It's a little thing. cushion. Yeah, it's yeah. a little cushion, <clears throat> and you just throw it on the ground, and it, it warms up. You know, comfy. Don't you know, really comfy. Yeah, and it keeps you warm. Yeah, yeah. Keep, keeps you way warm when sitting on the ground. Mm-hmm. Tell you that much. Yeah. So I sat out there for quite some time and didn't. I didn't have a ton of layers on, but uh, yeah, it was comfortable and it was just watching the sunset on the first day of the year. Peaceful. Yeah, it's quiet. Yeah. Back to normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of nice when you're not doing quite as much. Um, were you out there with your two two three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't get a fire or anything. That's all right. But uh, they're out. Took the new coyote call, so tried that out. Maybe yeah. that's the problem. But uh, I would like to go out a couple more times this year and call. Do you know? Could get something working. Do you know about in Washington if you could use those electric game calls for coyotes or no? I don't know. I think I can, but I'm not sure. Because anything pretty much goes for coyotes. I mean, mm-hmm. unless I like you're you shooting out of helicopters. I think you can but use I think, I think you can use, like, and, and the electrical movers, like, it looks yeah. like something's struggling. When you get out there at night, spotlight. Yeah, you can do you that can do too. it now. You can spotlight. I think, yeah, I think it's all, I don't think you can hunt. Hmm? I think you might be able to hunt with dogs. My uncle's starting to do that in Montana. For coyotes? Yeah, he took his oh, dog out, and uh, he was telling me two came in. And basically, he like let the dog go. Yeah. Well, maybe he shot as like one. bait. No, it just <laughs> it just distracts him because they, they focus on the dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And then, so his dog mm. tears off after one, and he loses sight of his dog, and then he shoots the other, and then a few minutes later, he comes running back, and that coyote was hot on the dog's tail, chasing yeah. it back. Probably not like a blue healer dog, right? Like some kind no, it's of a like labradoodle. really, yeah, like a pretty speedy dog, dark, dark dog, not one that looks like. Yeah, a coyote. but apparently the dog. Uh, distracts the coyote. Yeah. They, they don't even really notice that you're there. That's and cool. I think he ended up getting both of them. Yeah. If I remember the story right, but it was interesting to hear that. That's pretty cool. I seen that on YouTube where they sends the dogs out and then they just they kind of they get the coyote's attention. He calls them back and then he shoots them. Kind of same thing. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I've never seen that. I don't know if I'm gonna bring Mason out there. Penny would be good. Penny, she's fast. Mason's not fast enough. They'll catch her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just thinking about like let Penny run out. There. I was thinking about like just like using like if they were using their dogs for like bait. I was thinking, I no. bring out your pet bunny out there. <laughs> Them too. Yeah, I don't know. If that was, <laughs> might be frowned upon. Well, that's what I thought you were saying that he's doing. No, not for bait. That's pretty funny. Well, I mean, it's, I guess it's a form of baiting. It's, yeah. Uh, bring your bring your little Jack Russell Terrier out there. <laughs> Are you seeing those? <laughs> You get Sophia. She's, she's fast dog. Fast dog. Have you seen those like coyote proof jackets that they have little dogs wear? And they got like spikes and like you know those things that they put on buildings to have birds not land on them. Oh really? They got those things all over them. They look, they look like a porcupine. Yeah, they look oh, like right. a porcupine exactly. But they're for your, like for like my like Pepper. I put that on Pepper so she wouldn't get eaten by a coyote. Would you? Would your feelings be really hurt? Oh yeah, my feelings would be hurt because I feel like I was a bad owner because she like can't protect herself. Well, that's why I said Sophia because I don't know if many people would miss that dog. <laughs> yeah, and Kenzie's mom doesn't listen to us, so she. My dog's fast and shit. My family would hate me. That coyote cannot catch that. Dog. No, I'm impressed with how fast that dog is, but I'm one of the fastest dogs I've seen. Like a. It would blaze. It would burn Penny. Yeah, it'd be fat. It's faster than Penny. It'd be faster than Penny. It's crazy. You is it ever ran into you? She's like possessed by a ball. Like her life is uh, all it I, is. I met that dog. Yeah. Yeah. I met that dog. Yeah. So I went and sat and brought in. Well, the first day of the new year. That's yeah. pretty nice. I hadn't made it, hadn't made any um resolutions yet. I did. What was yours? Well, for one, I'm like I told you guys earlier. I'm doing a dry January, cause just like like not having any booze. Like a sober October, but in January. What's sober October? Just, just the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I don't do any drugs, but yeah, just, not, so just, <laughs> just, just alcohol. Just because, you know, was, with Christmas, you know, just, you just kind of get in the habit of like going to, you know, the party and having a drink. So I just want to get out of the habit. And going fishing and having drinks. <laughs> going fishing and having drinks is going to be tough. Not like not having a beer. Yeah. Like, or a couple nippers. Especially this time of year when it's cold out. That nipper's nice. That but nipper... it'll be a good test of, like, willpower. Yep. I'm still haven't had a chew in a while, so that's pretty good. So your mood's hit and miss. You've been pretty happy. Better now. Yeah. It probably was pretty awful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It probably was pretty terrible, but... So that was, those have been my two big ones. I mean... Those are pretty heavy. The boost, the boost one's not too bad. Like, that's not bad. But the the chew one, that one's oh. pretty heavy. 
Well, that's your other New Year's resolution. Are you doing a full year no chew? I'm going to go as long as I possibly can. Until <laughs> you, you just can't. So this is a, a life commitment. Hopefully. I mean, I don't want to pay however much for chew for my whole life. I think it's the doctor bill that gets you at the end. Yeah, that's <coughs> true. Either or, I want to not chew anymore. My teeth feel cleaner. Yeah. I like it. That's good. I do miss it, like, every day. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're talking about it right now, and I, like, reach for my pocket for my can, <laughs> but it's not there. <laughs> I tried a couple things, like, gum works best, but I tried, like, jerky and coffee grounds, but gum works best. Yeah. For me, anyways. Yeah. I mean, uh, your, what's yours? I'll say being a good parent, probably, because I'm having a baby probably here Probably be a soon. good dad, yeah. Yeah, that would be mine. That'll come pretty easy for yeah, you. Yeah, I think so. But I might as well do that one. Oh, shoot, we picked up your baby shower gift the other day. Did you? Yeah. Well, Callie's invited, so oh, yeah. we went together. I was going to say, are we having a, a guy baby shower for Juliet? I'd probably get you something. I think I already did, actually. We can think about fishing and do a... We yeah. talked about going ice fishing. I think so, Juliet would like that. I think so, too. Yep. We were talking about ice fishing. <clears throat> yeah, do you have? This name? year is crazy. I mean, I don't know if people are listening. This is not... It just hasn't been cold. No. So, the lake that I go on a lot, and it's very accessible because my parents live... You know, I can... I can throw a rock at that lake, and I, I'd hit it. That's how close they are. It's not frozen yet. And they at were, all? Well, it's, no. They, they're bringing boats out on it and cracking the ice. Mm-hmm. But they're, you can't, it's not, there's not a boat launch. And it's like, anyways, you could bring my boat out on there and crack yeah. the ice. But it's only been broken in for like one spot. So only one person will go fishing on that lake at a time. But there mm-hmm. are... There are chain of lakes up up the uh, up the mountain bit that we can fish on that are frozen, mm. but they're open. <clears throat> I think it was last year, or the year before. They uh, changed the regulations on the, these chain of lakes um, to all year round, and supposedly they're doing pretty good. We were getting gas at Sprague, mm-hmm. at Sprague gas station, and they had a poster in there like the fish counts. Mm-hmm. Fourth of July lake. Said at eighty thousand fish playing in it. Dang. <clears throat> and then it went down from there, but they that had was the number most. one, and that was like the ice fishing only. So I, it's not frozen right now, but you get a boat on that one. I think we should bring a boat out. <laughs> Maybe we should just stay up here. I don't know. There's much of a good boat launch on that one. I can't remember. I feel like we get the drift boat on it. <clears throat> yep. Oh hell Knock yeah. that sucker out there. And <clears throat> Once you get past that little slough, like a little shallow part, you'll be good to go. It should be open. Hell yeah. That'd be tough. And we could shoot ducks. Mm, that sounds fun. Bring the boat out, shoot ducks out to the boat, and go fishing. That sounds like a lot of fun. Mm. <clears throat> so my New Year's resolution, I have two of them that I made up right Just before now. this. Yeah, well, <laughs> I hadn't set them before the New Year's, but then before the podcast, I wrote two down. The first one <coughs> is, well, I guess I have three. It's to just do more podcasts. Because it's been a lot of fun doing these. It has mm-hmm. been fun. Second, I want to film more... Um, fly tying tutorials because mm-hmm. that was kind of fun doing that. And then third, which you guys will like this one, is to catch more fish than Andrew and Chris. That's my 
main goal oh, for 2019. That's going to be tough for you, man. That's going to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll even, I'll even entertain you guys going to your ringer spots first. <laughs> that's why Andrew wants to take us up to his favorite ice fishing spot. <laughs> I don't have a ringer spot. I just go fishing. Yeah, you do. You broke. Badger Lake? <laughs> well, I guess that's it. It's <laughs> Any, anyone's ringer spot. That's a good lake. It's a good little lake. It, I implore you to go fish that lake. <coughs> it's it's a lot of fun in the spring. <laughs> yeah, if you, you got kids, little kids, little kids, you don't need a like a fast boat or a big boat. You just have to. I mean, if you have a trolling motor, you can get over there and fish it. And it's mm-hmm. you know it's a awesome. setup that would actually work really good there. And to quit worrying about taking out worms and stuff, is to get a heavy bobber, a smaller bobber, like a heavy one that you can cast a long ways, and then put like. Just a few feet of line on, I think with like, a fly. On yeah, the with less than a few feet, because if you just got it close, to, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. And you could just troll the edges, kind of just mm-hmm. real slow retrieve, like yep. a beaded <clears throat> nip for a little wood bugger that probably something beaded that so it, it yeah, sinks and really flashes. Yeah, but that's what I would do with the little kid that yeah. just learn how to cast. Just that would be that would be a good idea. I mean, because there's a lo- there's a well. I don't know how much accessibility you have without a boat. You have that mm-hmm. public launch and that yeah, whole thing. But, that's kind of yeah, but if you have a small boat, canoe, <coughs> something canoe, to get kayak. out there. Mm-hmm. And pretty much anywhere along the shoreline, you can fish that whole yeah. lake and catch fish. Yeah, that was pretty pretty good. That was a good little lake. I want to go catch some more of those tiger trout. That, yeah, uh, I do too. But that's not a badger. That's... So they they have those fish lake. <coughs> these fish uh, lake I was telling you about. Now I haven't showed you guys. I mean I've meant to a hundred times, but I showed you a page out of that book that I have, mm-hmm. like Washington Lake Fishing, and it's kind of outdated because a lot of the rules have. But it tells you certain lakes that you can go to, and um, but that got me thinking about you know where we should go ice fishing and, and maybe think about that place, this place that I was thinking about, and it, it opened up a lot of. Um, new lakes but they planted those tiger trout in there oh. do you remember what tiger trout what they were they were brook brook trout and a, and a brown or a rainbow they can't spawn right I mean, no yeah because they make them i don't know get the extra chromosome kind of like a mule <clears throat> but they have some like tiger stripes on them mm-hmm. yeah they do well, we caught a couple last year fish lake fish lake it's a little one it's a brown <laughs> trout and a brook trout okay yeah and those brookies are cool looking too but those fish are at that lake and one of the uh they, they have you know kind of like all the ones like the kind of colder water but they also have uh, perch and i i love perch i think they taste the best i mean i'm not a huge fan of trout unless it's smoked but those perch i'll keep every one of those and crappie and crappie catching some more walleye this year those yep. taste good too yeah. Once you and figure that out, here. you could you catch a lot of them. Yeah. We watched a couple old boys put a whole pile of fillets. What was the limit? It wasn't five. It was like, like 24. Yeah. A person. It's, it's a, a lot. Person. And they had yeah. a whole pile of fillets. That they out, on the, out on the lake for ice fishing? No, we were no, there was a boat. Was on the boat. Okay. We got your boat. We can, we can go a little farther arm. now. We can zip a little farther. This is the Spokane arm. <clears throat> yeah, they were raking them in. So. And they taste good, too. They got that yeah. really nice white flesh. They were really good. Fish tacos. Their uh, mm. pond array is getting a lot of walleye now. Mm. And they actually trapped like uh, like 2,500 of them out of there this couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Before. I, it was, 
Well, yeah. they're not really supposed to be in there, so they're trying to control the population, I'm assuming. I haven't read up on it that much. But they've had so many issues with that lake. Isn't they have the Mackinac problem? Or is well, that not, not so much anymore. Yeah. So Mackinac what happened... good, though. I thought those were a good fish to have. No, and, like, well, they, they are, but they took over. Everything. So, like, oh. in the 50s, that, like, the 40s and 50s, Pond Ray was, like, <clears throat> the place to catch trophy fish. You know, the Gerard Rainbows and uh, fish like that. Like, I think there's a... Um, bull trout you know lake run bull trout and stuff but the uh there was a, a lake up north that goes partly into canada and i believe it was kootenay lake and it's a lot more shallow and they have a really healthy kokanee population up there so they were studying that population of kokanee going okay well we need that in Ray to sustain these large trophy fish what they were feeding on were these uh, little shrimp called mice shrimp mm-hmm. and what they failed to realize is that these mice and shrimp, when they introduced them to Ponderay, they they lived really deep. So they lived below where the cookie were going to feed on them. Well, what was feeding on them <coughs> was the juvenile max, yeah. the, the lake trout. <coughs> okay. So then all of a sudden you had this really healthy food source, you know, an abundant food source for these juvenile max. <coughs> and so these things were just thriving, and then growing up and going up and eating all the cookie. Yep. And the cooking limits were like 50 a person. Wow. Back in the day on, on Ponderay. You know, Bry's neighbor, remember, he's telling me stories about when they go mm-hmm. out and they fill limits. <clears throat> coolers wow. of coconut. 50, 50 man limits. Uh, 50. 50, yeah. 50 fish per man. 50 man limits. 50 man limits. <laughs> probably. Right. But for two guys. <laughs> so that's what happened. And then they actually brought in from the Midwest, um, well, from the Great Lakes, they brought a commercial fisherman to trap. And, and take out a lot of the <clears throat> max, and then there's still a bounty on them, I believe. They're like, yeah. it's like a six or eight dollar bounty. So if you catch one up there, you keep it, and you turn it in, you get paid for it. So they were a problem. Uh, I'm, I don't know if they're, they're not as big of a problem anymore. Yeah. And then the more pike are moving in, and they're, yeah. I think they're really worried about the walleye population, but so, I... I haven't learned a lot about that. I know they wiped out the Ponderay River for pike. Like that used to be like world class. I think they just they wiped it out. Wow. Yeah. Same they. Thing. I was reading this like last <clears throat> month about how many of those pike minnows that um, were bountied um, yeah. for the uh, for the Columbia, hmm. and <clears throat> it was a lot of money that oh, yeah. was turned out for that. Like a lot of money. The top guy gets. He gets a lot of money. There is, there's enough money in it that there's guys that have That's the their, rights yeah. to um, fish it, and they're subcontracting other fishermen. That guy that works at the store there in um, Below Brewster, yeah, he was telling us that he was a subcontractor for fishing oh, for, yeah. for Pike Minnow. That's awesome. <clears throat> so there's enough money that there's guys actually subcontracting those licenses. Hmm. That's pretty yeah. cool. But they're also releasing those Pike Minnows to gain interest in the uh in fit as that not not as a fishery but to empty that out right well they're like they're bottom, tagging some yeah no, but yeah they're, they're tagging they're them. tagging them is that what they meant by yeah. releasing mm-hmm. yeah yeah i don't think they're they're not um i don't know yeah. if it was bonneville or if it was washington state that i don't think there's not like a hatchery program where no. they're trying to increase the population no because they're really hurt, they're hurting the return of the salmon. Yeah. yeah. Not return of the <coughs> salmon, salmon fries. fries. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're eating the salmon ocean. fries. Yeah. yeah. So they're just sitting there because the dams created this awesome habitat yeah. for these fish. 
and kind of a natural barrier for these salmon fries to come and through. Bottlehead, yeah. So bottle they're just sitting there picking these things off, mm. and their mm. population is, you know, rising because of it. And you can't, you know, we we've caught quite a few out there just by mistake on salmon gear. Yep. <laughs> so, know. they're not pikes, right? They call them pike minnow. There was a derogative term that was that they used to use for it, and they've changed it to pike minnow. Okay. Is it squawfish? Not the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's the same oh. thing. You know, squaw was the term. Squawfish. For I know what those are. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've caught. But those because of times. the PC thing, well, yeah, they yeah, don't for like sure. To use squaw. I caught. I've caught a few of those out on Lake Shore. You talk to anyone that's older than us. I didn't know it was it, the same and, and thing. Still, people. I didn't know it was the same thing. Squawfish. Yep. Yeah, it was published in the in the books as squawfish, like in the regulations. They got that funky kind of almost bass mouth. Yep. Kind of weird. Yeah, like a no tooth. Mm-hmm. But like, bass don't really have teeth either. But I've been watching all kind of bass fishing videos because I want to be like not a total newbie next year. I go out with you guys <laughs> and yeah. trying to learn how to do it from video. <laughs> I feel like you just kind of stumble into the bass. Yeah. Well, <laughs> pretty soon you're just. Like, I was, was kind of yeah. like thinking about that, and then I was thinking, well, I got this new hobby I'm going to be doing. And I might, you guys can go like catch the bass, and then I'll just go find the lures. So I'm going to be getting that dive certificate, and I go go down and get lures and sell them to you guys, buck a piece. Yeah, <laughs> buck a piece. <laughs> then we'll just wait till we go fishing next and just steal them from you. Yeah, that'll work too. Andrew, what's on your vest? <laughs> <laughs> so where, have you decided where you're going to get certified? No. I'm pretty dang excited about it, though. I, I'm either going to do it. Coeur d'Alene or in Spokane. I haven't decided quite where. It, I mean, it sounds better to do it in Spokane. It's less of a drive. But I I talked to somebody who had done it in Coeur d'Alene, and they had a great experience with the uh, this company. And I haven't talked to anybody about one of the ones I'm looking at in Spokane. So that's, I don't know, I'll get there at some point. i got to personally talk to the people at some point. But I'm pretty excited about it. I've always wanted to do that. Father-in-law did a lot of that, and they would, um, they were working in Montana, and him and his buddy would kick off work a little early on Friday, drive all the way over to where Chris is from, in the San Juan Islands, mm-hmm. and they'd take a, uh, a Grumman, and they called it the Pregnant Canoe, it was an aluminum canoe that's got a flat back on it, and they could mount a, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. mount like a seven and a half horse motor on it, and they'd just zip around. And go and tie this thing off and dive and collect stuff and yep. get back in that thing and zip back. And yeah, you should <clears throat> probably get your dive certificate with me. I, yeah, I, mean, I need to go. I've never, I don't even know if I'm, I can dive. Why not? Why? I just don't know how to react. I don't want to get down there. Mm. Sound like you should just man up about it. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm all around. I'm not gonna say that, but I <clears throat> there's a there's been times where cost are, like I get a little claustrophobic at times. Mm, and I just don't want that. I don't want that setting in. I'll try it. I'm like I'm down to go take a lesson and to see how I like it. But I get I, down there. I think it'd be fun. I, I think one of you guys should do it. I don't know how much it costs, but I think we should guys should do it. It's a couple of dollars. It's, it's. I think I'd like to pull the trigger on a pilot's license first. You get the pilot's license. That's and like you could fly us. That's like way more expensive. So. Yeah, but I can do that like a lot longer. 
You can fly us to the dive spots. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Don't, exactly. don't argue. Let them be the I'll top sit out there with the Windex and, and you shine get, the windows. <coughs> and yeah, and you get that. You guys yeah. can go diving. Look okay. at the the boat plane. You just land around the lake, jump in. Oh, that'd be. Or on the bay. <laughs> yep. Let him get the plane. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm excited about it. I'm gonna do it. Well, Dad finally got his pilot's license, so I'm like, how old was he when he got it? Was fifty, turning fifty-eight, or just turned fifty-eight, and he got it a couple years ago. Okay. So, so that, after fifty-five, so you're, for sure. You're kind of chewing it, chomping at the bit, so you can kind of be there with him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think getting it early. I, mean, I don't think I would, re- re- would regret getting it. Yeah, I don't think you it would, would be a little bit of a stretch financially, but it would be one of those things. Yeah, that you have your pilot's license. I, I, I totally get it. Yeah. I was just giving you shit. My. But also same with the scuba diving thing. Yeah. That'd be fun. I'm excited about it. I've I've been, gone on, I don't know, six dives in the past on like a resort certified. They just like take you down, show you what not to do, and then they have somebody next to you that's, you know, watching you. And I've always really liked it from those things. So I thought it'd be really cool to have it and do it around here. You know, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know how people do it. And I've always snorkeled in the rivers that are up in up near where I grew up, and I've always like really like going down there and finding junk. So I, I don't know, I think it'll be fun. I think so too. I mean, we should get Dennis to come out here, my father-in-law, and, and on the podcast and talk about his diving. Maybe because you said he was like cave diving, right? Well, it's it's a it's a small claim to uh, claim to fame. That back when he was getting into spelunking, mm-hmm. caving, um, they found a cave that it had a um, basically a crevice that was full of water, and they needed to dive it, but it was real skinny. And he technically is uh, was the first cave diver. Um, how would you say it? It was the first dive ever recorded in a cave in montana so that's his little claim to fame yeah but it sounds like it was a pretty sketchy situation he was didn't have any type of caving diving cave diving equipment and he probably shouldn't have been doing it because apparently a a professional cave diver came in some years later and got just about as far as he did and he said it was the way he describes it it's like okay i could probably do the diving thing but getting in a Mm -hmm. cave Wedged in with a tank in front of you, trying to push through a crevice. That doesn't sound like down, right. down, down, down. Yeah. No. Ah, uh, who knows? It's just, and it's just getting tighter and tighter. And then he had a. They thought it would be good for to have him tied off with the rope. Yeah. But he said, "Thank God they didn't pull on that thing because at times right. he was been stuck. Yeah, stuck, wedged in. Yeah. That's more or less to get your way out than someone to pull you out. Like just kind of follow your path. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, I'm excited for you. That'd be fun. I think it'd be fun. See what kind of treasures you find. Yeah. There's a couple guys on YouTube that have like, they're over, they have like over like a million subscribers, and they all they do is they dive in, in the rivers. Rivers. Right? Yeah, it's like man and river or something. I I, I <coughs> saw those recently. Uh, this one's like, like, Daniel Almighty or something or Dylan Almighty. He's a mm-hmm. he started out <clears throat> doing fishing videos, and that's how I found him. And then he just quickly switched over to. Diving. Diving. Because well, it was just, also, he just started getting hits. And he would, he found, like, his big hit was, like, 
he found like a gun in the river. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that one. And he found like a cell phone, and it's just like, and then he, it's kind of clickbait, but they're pretty entertaining videos. I've never found a gun, but last year I found an elk spike. In the river? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. It'd been down there a while. It was all soggy. <coughs> I think I told you. Guys yeah, about a little soggy. You told mm-hmm. me about it. Uh, I found an elk spike, and I found I found all kinds of stuff in there. No, I'm always surprised about finding in the river, but also not like full of beers. You know, unopened <clears throat> cans of beers. You drink them? Yeah. Yeah, especially. Oh, yeah, floating the river. Especially when I was can, in high school. Can falls and. Hmm? Huh? You find a full beer, crack it open, and slug it down? Yeah. In high school, I couldn't buy beer. <laughs> now, now I don't think I would do it. I could I'm go buy my beer. own. Yeah. I'm diving for beer. But, yeah. Did it taste okay? Or is it. It's totally sealed, you know? Yeah, okay. I don't think fired. it. I don't think it glass. I'm sure I'd join you. I'm not I don't think a, a glass one. Yeah, no, yeah. there. I mean, a glass can stay forever too. It just doesn't seem as sealed. Yeah. As a can. I don't know. I don't know. It yeah. tastes fine. Yeah. I mean, a warm Coors Light tastes like a warm Coors Light. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um. I mean, yeah, I probably would have joined you on it. <laughs> Speaking of things that are up to debate for tasting good. <laughs> <laughs> I think it tastes good. Tell us about I, what you brought for the New Year's party. I made... My dad thought it was delicious, by the way. He wants you to send him a bunch more. He's lying. <laughs> he he didn't have it. any. He did try it. Oh, he did. And I gave him a whole cracker full. <laughs> he didn't like it. Nice. It... It, it was a little salty. He it said. was salty. I had, didn't, you could tell it was quite a bit of garlic. I, I didn't make it quite as good as I wanted. But, okay, tell us what it is. now. That... It's goose liver pate is what I made. Mm. I thought I was making... <laughs> you made a whole bucket of it. Well, I had a whole bunch of goose liver. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was making venison liver pate, but I must have grabbed the wrong bag. That's That's my bad. Um, I just didn't mark the bag. It just said liver. Mm-hmm. But, Whoa. you know, you pull it out, you defrost it, and, you know, they're tiny, tiny, well, they're not tiny, tiny, but they're a lot smaller than the venison liver that's still sliced up. But I didn't season it as good as I should have, and I kind of made it in a hurry, and I'm making excuses, but I think it tasted pretty good. If you don't put too much, and you mix, like, if, if you do, like, a... Yes. Cracker, meat, cheese, liver pate. This is the thing. Then <laughs> you can. <laughs> I have a whole nother bag of livers. Yeah, redemption. And no. Try to get I'm gonna cook those up and add to it so it just gets rid of a lot of that like you know, that garlic and salty yeah. taste. I'm just gonna cut it you in half. To dilute it down a little bit. And then I'm gonna freeze it and then in every party I'm just gonna bring it and be like, Hey guys, look what I brought. <laughs> I wouldn't tell anyone. I don't think anyone would say it said a thing. That it, well, it would just say it's dip. Yeah. Just don't say it's goose liver pate. Just gonna I mean, I liked it. It was just a little salty, but it was good. I just need to. I just need to tweak mm. it a little bit. Yeah. I did buy a new like cooking um, tool for it. I got a food processor, and I was really excited about using it. And I think I got a little like crazy with the with the button <laughs> <fun laughs> stuff. <laughs> it just got away from me. But the biggest thing to it. I mean, if you look it up, you'll, you can see I just kind of looked up a few different recipes and picked what kind of worked for me. And then 
screwed it up, but it's it's like liver and butter. Hmm? That's the biggest thing for it. Now, that's what it is. It's like meat butter. And it. I thought it was good. I just yeah. need to tweak it. Oh, I tried it at least um, a half dozen times. I also thought about. <laughs> was, I mean, I also yeah. thought about putting rice in it and putting it in a sausage. I thought that'd be pretty good too. Yeah, like sausage be. casing. Because I got my dad a grinder for Christmas to so make sausages, and he already has like a sausage pusher. So I thought, mm-hmm. no, do something fun with that. Apparently, I inherited some sort of industrial meat grinder or no, meat slicer. That's awesome. I haven't seen it yet. Probably a little but dangerous. My dad got though. it from Greg. Oh yeah. And apparently he bought like a big old industrial kitchen set for their small business, and they had this extra meat slicer. Yeah, That's like, like the Jerky Central right there. <coughs> I think it might need a part or two, but I'm pretty sure they're easy to get. So I'm just like I'm pretty ready to <laughs> finger slice it. Yeah. I think that thing would make the best. You know, you take Astronomy. any kind of meat you want and just. Dial it right in. Dial it right in there. That'd Make cool. perfectly thin sliced pastrami. Mm. I'll be good. That'd be good. Yep. Tell you what, though. I found an appetizer that I will be bringing with me to most events now, and it's that uh, backstrap or venison poppers. Those are good. Mm. Those I've made them three times now, and they've been a hit. They, they're good. Yep. I mean... And I'm not a cook. They're... <laughs> so, that's a win. Yep. I got, no, speaking of food, I got, uh, for Christmas, I got Steve Rinella's cookbook. Which oh, is yeah, how cool. is it? I was kind of wanting to get that. It's cool. It's it's pretty cool. I haven't done, pardon me, I haven't, I'm not done reading it, but it's got, it's got some good recipes in it, and it's got some really good information on butchering, and yeah, yeah I'm got, interested in the it's butchering. It's got great pictures, and I, I was gonna, you know, I, it's been like sold out like three times, so I was just gonna. I was just going to put my name in there, and then I got it for Christmas, so pretty I cool. I might buy one. I need to start listening to other podcasts because I found myself with around you guys. If you say an inside joke about the podcast, you guys get it. Yeah. But I found myself, uh, there was a guy this uh, last week, and he uh, he was dipping Copenhagen. And I said, oh, you must have a good job. <laughs> he didn't get it? He didn't get it at all. <laughs> I'm like, trying to explain it to him, and I'm like, ah, never mind. <laughs> Well, I have a good job. I chewed Grizz. Mm-hmm. So it's not always true. But Washington Grizz is expensive. Or Copenhagen is expensive. Yeah, no, it's it all is. Expensive. I don't have that good job. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that's pretty funny. Didn't get the joke. Yeah. And hardly, I bet hardly anyone listening is going to get that. <laughs> Boys have, must have good jobs. <laughs> I think um, the one... Uh, the one that I liked about the the, uh, the 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 full stadium that he was talking about with you, mm-hmm. oh, the upper decker and then oh, the bottom oh, yeah. lift, that's the full stadium. That cracked me up. <laughs> I've never tried that. No, me neither. I don't think I would. But uh, I feel like you have to be like 18 <clears throat> and on a dare from all your buddies. Or like just going to boot camps or you're trying to finish your last can or something like that. <laughs> just putting it all in. Oh, you know how nasty that was good. That would be. <laughs> Let's move, move subjects. <laughs> <laughs> so I see you got new, some new art on the wall. Yeah, and so I don't know where I got these, but these are pictures. Canvas backs. Canvas backs, and then some pintails down here. 
And you notice that I, uh, I tried to uh, fancy up that fly fishing. Well, this is the, this is the I see that because when I got in here, I noticed, it might make a noise here. I'm pulling the fishing hook out. You got these uh, fishing hooks out of the frame. Well, I took the back off. Um, so backstory a little bit. Andrew got a gift that was a, um, a set of framed hand-tied flies. And the flies are very interesting. And really, I don't know, they were labeled with these names that do not look like yeah, what they, I would imagine. They had like flies. a March Brown on like a 10-gauge hook. A big hook. Yeah. Like Someone that you would use for like... Salmon fishing. Yeah. Why not? And and the one fly was already falling off, and that's that one. And so I took off the back, and I had this these photos of the pintail, and I put it in there. It actually looked nice. No, it does. But it uh, I, it fell down, so it looks like a piece of junk right now. But until I get to tie new flies and put them up there. I'm now, gonna... is your idea to strip the hook and tie them on the same hooks? No. No. They got a huge March Brown. These aren't even hooks. These are just bent wire. I don't know. Look I mean, at the tip, though. I'm sure. I don't know. Might I just mean, be old school. That's all don't throw hooks, those that's hooks. That's all the hooks are. Don't throw those. I mean, yeah, you're right. I'm pretty sure that's a hook. Don't throw those hooks hook. away because, I don't know, I, I think we should do something with them. And then there's there's some more feather here. Where did that come from? Is that from the same from the, Same from this? No, it was from the bugger. Probably the bugger. Probably even looks better now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cracking me up. I think that'll be kind of fun. And I have an experiment going. So, listening to other podcasts and people talk about cooking duck, and we've talked about it a lot this year, is uh, people aging meat and aging ducks. And so, I had a duck that I shot over Christmas. Yeah. And I left it whole, and I didn't, didn't breast it out, didn't clean the guts out or anything. And all I've done is I set it on the back porch with its bill tucked up in the rafters now do you think hanging and i'm and this is the this is what the legend is yeah is that you let it hang until it drops and meaning the 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 head and neck is still hanging and the body has dropped away and that's when it's ready to eat so (laughs) here's my question though i'm thinking i need to move it it's all in it it do something else because it's gonna get so cold it's gonna freeze well that i'm worried about I'm more worried about it not freezing in that back porch gets a lot of sun. And I'm worried about the, the breasts heating up. So you're going to put it in the shade? I'm going to put it in, in the, the garage. Shop. Yeah, that's probably a better idea. I would think the guts leaving inside it would... Hey, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Can't, can't mess with tradition. This is the beginning to the series one. And I did. I had that of... the pheasant that I left whole. And you I haven't eaten it. it yet. You froze it. No, no, I, I, just put you froze it in, I just put it in the refrigerator hole. I didn't freeze it. I guess your the breasts aren't touching the guts. Had a bit, had a bit, a little, little spice, a little nastiness, but not a lot. That was just when I cleaned out the the guts. Yeah, a little smell. A little, a little spice. I kind of like it because after a hard day of hunting, you don't have to do anything. Just I like the idea too. Hang them up. Just put a just have a line put up. a loop on there and just hang it up. And depending on how long it takes, it might be like a week or I don't know. It's already been a week since I shot it. It's hanging. It's been hanging for about four days. Is it, I want to. I want to try it when it's done, though. What do you have to do? Yeah, smoke it. Yeah, 
Try it? You gonna barbecue it? What are you gonna do? I don't know. I'll think of something. Well, I think we should do something not to mask the flavor too much. Well, you just fry it in the pan real quick. I think so too. That's the best way. Anything tastes good smoked, so you might as well. That's the my. Should we bread it like you would like a pork chop? No, I think I just. I think I like doing that with goose. I like doing that with goose too, but with duck, I like to just like barely cook it, and have it with with, like soy sauce and sesame oil. I think that tastes best, like like sashimi. Mm -hmm. Duck sashimi. 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 Double O seven over here. Shishimi. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good idea. I, yeah, I saw the pictures, and I think it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I'm gonna hold off on putting that on Instagram. Nah, yeah. The duck hanging wall. I don't know. If, I don't know if that needs to be a picture on there. I don't Maybe know. before and after or something. Explain what's going on. <laughs> but just. Lose a couple followers real quick. Yeah. <laughs> we lost a couple when I posted the uh yeah, pictures. It's a fickle thing. It is. Like, you'll be like... I'm not worried about it. No, I'm just saying. It's like a fickle thing. I find myself getting on there when I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> and like, How we lose followers? <laughs> <laughs> Gain them and lose them. It's a fickle thing. So, so coming into the new year... Now we're we're kind of coming to the close of fishing or not fishing but of bird hunting of bird hunting and, and well <laughs> we still do predator hunting but pretty pretty much hunting around here is kind of coming to a close. Yeah. What do, are you wanting to do as far as like this winter? What are your like you want to get out? Like are you looking? At- I don't know. I mean, the winter fishing. <laughs> on some of these lakes is going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, after hooking, well, we didn't tell you, but Aunt, Chris and I, we hook, we doubled up on brown trout. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I netted one, netted mine, and then Chris was ready to net his, so I was swooped over and netted his, and we had two nice oh, brown cool. trout. And so, I'd be happy if we do some more, some more fishing. Um, I don't think I'll get, I, I skied once this year and I think I'm done with that. I don't think I need to go skiing again. So fishing or coyote calling is basically what, what my goals are for outdoor recreation. I'm 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 heading down to Omaha uh, next weekend, not this one, but the following. And, um, I got to see if my small game's still good and squirrel, I know squirrel season's still open, so I might try to plug a couple more (coughs) if I can. Have yeah. four of them down in the freezer right now, and um, we're getting having to get together this week, and I'm gonna do uh, squirrel wings, barbecue squirrel wings. In that cookbook, he's got squirrel like hot wings, like barbecue. No buffalo wings. Might have to take a yeah. take that. a picture. Yeah, yeah. picture of that. I really want to get out, go do some fishing, but I also want to take Penny out and do some some shed hunting too, just to kind of get out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll do some shed hunting. Do, do some, some walking. Actually, I like yeah. to do some scouting and stuff. Yeah, shed hunting's fun. And then, uh, I mean, turkey season's right around the corner. Yeah, it's really not that far away. I gotta really pick up my game on the mouth calling skills. Except dialing in my crossbow. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. That was a thing that I, I really wanted to do this winter was start to get into archery. But 
now that I'm kind of starting this this diving thing, I think I'm going to have to put that in the back seat because I know mm-hmm. I'm going to like dive in <laughs> both feet in this, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm I'm not I'm going to need to wait a second on my next hobby because I'll just spend a bunch of money on this and the other thing will just sit in the corner like, when I can wait a couple years and probably get a you know a similar bowl or, or better instead of just having to sit in the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to wait a little bit on that. I'm excited to get our hats in. Yeah. So we'll place that order. Yeah. And we picked four styles of hats. Well, we did a fairly small order this time. Um, and what we're going to do, we'll probably post some, I don't know if we'll post them on Instagram or just put them up on the website, but um, they'll be available. A limited um, edition. Limited edition. <laughs> and we're working on getting, um, you know, we'll work on getting some more once we sell those ones. Um, and we mostly did it to uh, just get a blind cast hat for ourselves but there was a minimum order quantity so we bumped up our (laughs) order and we'll put them on the website and see how it goes um but that's something new that we're gonna we're gonna try to offer or just uh i think it'll be cool it'll be cool it'll be cool between the three of us i know that yeah (laughs) where'd you get that oh come buy one listen to our (laughs) podcast yeah although i checked and we have Quite a few uh, listens so far. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's so, pretty cool. Some people, somebody's listening to this. You know what I want to know? What? Is if anybody is listened. Now, you should tell us if you went and bought Everyday Rosé. <laughs> I'm going to need to know what that tastes like. I've never had it. I haven't either. But I need to know <laughs> if you had it. You let us know, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. I think, I mean, I'm curious. We had some rosé, but not everyday rosé. Yeah. Everyday rosé. But, I, yeah. Paying the bills. Paying the bills. Ish. Ish. <laughs> Ish. You can't even buy again. You can't chew. I don't buy chew anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, when you relapse. Not even at the reservation? No. Oh, okay. Well, just to let you know, that's how much we made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't think that you're supporting our kids' braces or something. That's funny. That's funny. Anyways, thanks for listening. Christian, what takes out? I always forget how it ends. So. You got it. Tell us where they can find us. The website. And then... Northwestblindcast.com? NWBlindcast.com. NWBlindcast.com. Follow us at Blindcast1 on Instagram. We also have uh, a Facebook that's just blind. North. That's Northwest Blindcast. Northwest Blindcast. Um, oh, and if you're listening to this, you already found where to listen. But we're on all major platforms. There's like Google Podcasts, Stitcher. iTunes Cat Podcast, Stitcher. But, but yeah, mm-hmm. if you subscribe, it helps us out a little bit too. Hmm. Uh-huh. All right. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you from another cast from the blind. Another cast Woo! from the blind. Well, I hope you enjoyed another episode of Blindcast. If you haven't already, you can follow us on Instagram at Blindcast1. Again, that's Blindcast1 on Instagram. Thanks for listening, and hope you tune in next time for another Cast from the Blind.